Zen. Yes. Do you think that's strange that you never hear Sam and then curse? I mean, yeah, it is kind of strange. I don't know. I don't know what it is. He's never, ever said anything bad. Why is that, Sam? Why do you never curse? What? You've never heard me curse? Whoa! Chill, man! Dude, no, there's no... Okay, I'm actually scored for life. Welcome back, guys, to yet another episode in the Auction House Podcast. We're back again with episode 11. Wow. We're, <laughs> we're doing it, Jack. We're we doing quit. it. We didn't quit. <laughs> we didn't quit. We're still going. Yeah, we're, going yeah, yeah. we're going for at least episode 12. At yeah. least. 100%. 100% episode 12. Listen, we got <laughs> some stuff to talk about today. Yeah. We uh, On the agenda, we have, of course, the token, as we always do. We have some interesting news about uh, a couple different things, uh, the trial style and also the charity. We're going to get more into it. And uh, we're going to talk about a couple different items. And then, of course, Samadan is joining us later on in the show. Yes, finally, finally Samadan. absolutely amazing. And yeah. I love it. I love it. Can't wait. Can't yeah, wait. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Yeah. If you're listening at the, uh, at the moment at the episode, give the platform you're listening on a like, a follow, a, a, I don't know what 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 all the whatever stuff you can do. Whatever is, you can do, yeah. click every button on the website. Click so, the buttons. <laughs> so for every time you notice when there's a new episode, you will get like an, a notification. And Absolutely. trust and trust us, it every little click will help. It's just a little click. It does a lot. It does a lot for sure. For sure. Yeah. Hey, uh, Zen, how's your week been so far, man? I mean, it's been it's been very interesting. The stream, uh, the live stream on on Twitch has been uh, crazy. Um, yeah. I have this. Uh, I was I was planning a new thing that I was I've been planning is I'm, I'm I want to do like a subathon marathon type of thing mm-hmm. at uh, the last Friday of every month, and that is coming up obviously next week here uh, in March. And uh, yeah, the the, the long term stretch goal that I had uh, it was already hit two days ago. That's fast. <laughs> <laughs> okay they were just like a, a week and a day or two before they were like okay you know what we're gonna we're gonna instantly cap out the subathon 15 hours don't done done deal yeah done deal that's uh <laughs> that's insane sure yeah i mean it makes sense i mean it's crazy and a new episode on copper to one million is out yes we uh i i pumped out uh, another episode in that and we also got on monday i have a uh, 24 hours of farming syllabus video coming wow. out yeah, so I'll be going over all the loot that I got there and talking about the raw gold and. But the video won't be twenty-four hours, right? No, of course not. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, 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 just no. Let it's just know. going through the twenty-four hours of loot that I got from there. So I'll be talking about what's good to keep and what isn't good to keep, and then um, how to sell it and how long you can expect for it to take, and all sorts of things. Informative video about okay. farming a spot like that. Yeah. Interesting. I think that's a good thing. Uh, indeed to to put out there so people can understand what you can do in 24 hours yeah. it's not 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 like you have to do 24 hours but to give you like an, an a pretty estimate. good data set because yeah. usually if you just do one hour it's it's not really going to tell you that much about the place so so doing 24 hours you have a, 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 a you know a way bigger view of what you can potentially get there so yeah nice. that's what i wanted to do with it yeah and go check them out on twitch just uh, do the search Zanzarvul. Yes, and sir. you will find them on Twitch. Same counts for YouTube. Just type in Zanzarful and you will see him as well. He also All has a place. Discord. So, uh, yeah. All go over check, the place. Go check him out, man. Yes, sir. 
what about you, Jack? I did nothing. I did nothing all week. Oh, well. Yeah. Unfortunate. <laughs> so to next time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've uh, been wor- still working on my TSM. I've been a little bit slacking this week on the TSM guides. Um, it's really hard to 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 paint a picture if you have the, the image in front of you, but you cannot like paint it like you want it. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. It's hard. It it's hard, TSM guides. Hard. They're, they're, they're very <laughs> intriguing and interesting to try and yeah. do right. It's, so. it's it's pretty hard to do that. Um, I've been working on the Facebook page for the auction house. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to f- figure out a couple of more podcast platforms where we can send out our um, our, our our podcast uh, and pro chasers or po chasers something like that is uh, one of them. And uh, yeah, just I think if you just Google the auction house podcast. I think you get a lot of results already. I'd imagine, I'd imagine, yeah. yeah. I also have a couple of spots left for the coaching now. Uh, so if you want to uh, be coached one-on-one uh, by me for TSM or for gold making, just go to my website, www.golddipper.com. And you can find the link there in the guides for uh, a free coaching session. And it can be one, two, three or four sessions depending how much you need and uh, yeah it's it's fun and it is uh, educational so educational so educational educational <laughs> right <laughs> let's uh, start with the token price man yes sir. um you're gonna do the eu one yeah i'll talk about the eu one so um we we didn't think it was possible i, I mean we definitely did but uh the token went higher than it did last week it did have a little bit of a peak all the way up to 207,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's insane. It's a little crazy. It's been sticking, you know, at the 195k on average-ish throughout the whole week. Uh, so it's the EU token is incredibly high and it looks to be only rising at the moment. Uh, so we, I mean, we, we should be expecting that next week it's going to be even higher. But obviously we, we can't tell for sure. But it had a new highest peak. So it's uh, it's it's for sure it's getting it's getting higher and higher. Well, luckily with the charity of the with the banana and the the sleuth uh, pets, there won't be any increases of prices because you cannot donate with uh, Blizzard Balance. So that would yeah, be some good insane inflation. Yeah, the only reason it should it should be actually doing is going down in value, but since it's not happening at the moment. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing insane going on, no, so you would nothing. imagine that it would bo- would be going down a little bit, but yeah. it's doing nothing of the sort. <laughs> We had a special uh, deal for the uh, editions for Shadowlands yeah. with the discount. That did probably do a little bit, you know, pulled up a little bit. But that's already a week further now, so it's Yeah, should, it's, uh, we're away from it. It should be going down, so maybe next week we'll see something, but obviously we we can't be certain. Okay. And actually, on the, on the US, the US are, are lucky again. The average price of the week to- weekly token price went down with 5k. Uh-huh. Well, in the EU, it went up with 5k. The average price, it went down with 5k. It's now, at the moment, I'm looking at the price, and the price is 128.5k. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's we the, should go to the US, man. It's so weird with NA, because it's not following anything no. that that EU does. It's just by its, by its own. Europe, <laughs> it's, Europe doesn't make sense. I feel like I feel like what could be the case is that more people uh, on NA buy gold, 
with tokens yeah than on eu uh but i mean obviously we don't know that for sure because we don't have the analytics or data or anything we should so, uh, we should check that out for maybe we should try next week. And, we, sh we should try and figure something out maybe yeah. check some some analytical data but yeah, yeah or, it's interesting or maybe one of the listeners have an idea go to twitter yeah. Uh, type in the search the auction house podcast uh, follow us and uh, send us an, uh, a comment yep. or uh, maybe on reddit uh, we can also got to do weekly posts on reddit now with some information so maybe put a comment in there whatever uh, it can be yeah maybe you have an idea why the token price on the Europe is going higher while yeah, or your slower. take on it your idea for sure yeah the markets at the moment, uh, some are going good, some are going bad. Um, I want to talk again about the Fentus uh, Mall Hunch. That's the, the, the meat you're going to use for the uh, feasts. Yes. And those feasts are being used a lot for raiding at the moment and for the Torghast and Mythic uh, Plus to get that maximum stat. Maximum power! Maximum power! And this is what's happening at the moment. I thought it was over, but like the quantity is still dropping now it's <laughs> it's still in the same same way it's going down yeah. the quantity and 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 the price is still going up it had a little of a dip in uh in uh, the last uh, last week but now it's going up again and it went from a 6.7 gold to now and uh, let me get the right one to a 7.5 gold at the moment okay, so okay. almost close to an 8 gold and I'm noticing I'm selling a lot at the moment. I'm selling them like stacks of a thousand. I'm not yeah, kidding. It's really good. It's really good at the moment. And you see the quantity dropping. So if and you... Tesmo Hunch just yeah. full on Tesmo said, Hunch. somebody call an ambulance, but not for me. <laughs> <laughs> not for me. <laughs> nope, not for him. And not for me. So if you have any in stock, or you can snipe some good of the auction house, yeah, cheap like cheap half the price, five gold maybe. But repost it and uh, yeah, keep it going because you will sell it. Trust me. Oh yeah, something that I talk about almost every single day is deep sea bags and deep sea bags specifically um, is something that a lot of people would think. Oh, we're into a new expansion. I mean, Strata cloth bags—they're cheap. Uh, there's no way that people still buy deep sea bags. True. Uh, obviously, the amount that sells on your server might be different depending on the size of the server. But on my high pop specifically on Terran Mill, they sell on average, you know, in between 75 to 80 a day. Lately, it's been hundreds every day, but uh, it's it's very, very high. But if we look at the regional daily summary, we can see that the around around the time that uh, we had Shadowlands coming out, it was, you know, 90,000, 80,000 deep sea bags regionally getting posted every day. Um, and that amount has dropped and dropped and dropped and dropped. It's down to around 21,000 now, uh, you know, four months later, three, four months later. So the, the quantity of deep sea bags are incredibly known, low now. So your chances of selling deep sea bags are actually really high. Uh, the price hasn't gone up too much, but we also got to think about the fact that with the recent change on uh, the Tyspelinen, pants shuffle because they used to vendor for 27.69 gold so Tysper Linen had like a baseline value that it wouldn't go under but now with the changed and they only sell for like 8 gold 70, 71 something silver um, on a lot of servers Tysper is being sold for silver you know 20, 30, 50, 60 silver 
Um, so you can craft these deep sea bags, especially if you have to rank free for it. You can craft them incredibly, incredibly cheap. Um, so it's definitely something to consider. I'm, by the way, at the moment checking it out on the Undermine Journal website, and I mm -hmm. have in front of me the deep sea bag price, the regional price, uh -huh. and the shrouded cloth uh, bag price. Now, the the thing I want to point out is that the shrouded cloth bag is going for around 186 gold. Yes. Now, the deep sea bag is going for 320 gold each. Yeah. We have to remember about the shrouded cloth bag is baseline, it's going to cost you mi a minimum of 108 gold to craft because of the vendor material prices. If we look at the deep sea bag, you need 12 nylon thread, uh, which would be a max of almost 7 gold if you do not have the reputation discount, mm -hmm. um, which is nothing compared to that. So obviously you're looking for deep sea satin and tiesperlin and cheaply, but now with the changes to the to the old shuffles, you could be looking at very, very cheap prices on Deep Sea Satin and Ties for Linen. It's just an option because the amount of profit that you're going to be looking to be making on a Deep Sea bag is going to be a lot higher than it is on a Strata Cloth bag. And people still buy tons. So it's definitely something that's worth it to look into if, if you're uh, a fan of tailoring or you've done any kind of content close to, to, to BFA stuff. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is the auto hammer as an item. Um, that is still go also going up in price. Uh, if you're a crafter and you have the, the Legion recipe to craft rank 3 uh, auto hammers, definitely get into that market. It's it's If you don't know about it, go do it. Because it's still the only uh, item you can use in raids dungeons to repair your gear. And your party members can use it as well. So this is happening at the moment. Uh, the price went up in December, and it had a little dip, and it will is still going steady for like about 500 gold each. Oh yeah. But here's the best thing: the quantity is, is slowly dropping, really slowly, but the price is staying stable at the moment. Oh yeah. So definitely, it's an easy way to make gold. It's not expensive to craft them. Uh, I would definitely get that recipe free rank. Check out Wohead to uh, to to keep track of the world quest to get the rank 3 because the when rank 3 is... Up. Yeah, when it pops up because it's linked to the uh, world quest. And yeah, keep crafting them. I mean, something that's also to consider is every time we get a new patch, there's going to be more people that buy it. So you could also save them or get ready for it whenever we get 9.1. Yeah, as long as there won't, won't be a replacement. So let's hope for uh, 9.1 there won't be a replacement for the auto hammer. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Keep crafting those things, and uh, yeah, they, they they will roll off the off the off the bench like uh, hot dogs. I think how you say it. I mean, I you could know. also like say like hotcakes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hot hot dogs works. I, I like mean, hot dogs. That's, yeah, that's yeah, they're great. They're actually really good. I haven't had one in a long time. Matter of fact, for the next thing that we do have in line is uh, two kind of news announcements. You could say uh, we have the trial style going on and it's uh coming up when was it here it tomorrow. was so it's actually saturday so that's yeah, on the day today <laughs> um stop buying ah! so the thing about the trial of style is a lot of people are going to be doing all sorts of different transmogs to try and win this mm -hmm. uh so you you could be experiencing that you're gonna have more transmog sales in these days which could also mean more competition yes. of course but 
it's probably going to be a pretty good idea to be very active on people selling because there could be some that are going to be a little too fast on the on the trigger finger uh so it's, it's good to have everything posted or at least also potentially look for some snipes because there might be people posting some of these items for wrong values and wrong prices yeah so definitely be on the lookout while yeah. trial style is going on and try to use trade, uh, the trade jet to uh, make advertisements for your products you're selling oh yeah if you have full sets that you're willing to sell and you haven't prepared saying that oh i want to yeah. sell a full set of this or this or this people are much more willing to buy it yeah um than having to find it and single items also work like you can just do a nice couple of capes you have or the the, the pieces uh -huh. people are looking for uh one little tip don't tell the price when you no, uh, no, type no. it out in chat try to keep it a mystery that will give people a reason to yeah. whisper you and ask for the price and then you can start be negotiating. like want, want to sell this item for trial style weekend or something like that right so you're yeah, advertising perfect. and you're trying to sell it because it's trial style and somebody should get it because of that so it's it's definitely something to look out for don't spam the chat just keep it yep. nice and clean but uh Try to do your magic and uh, that will increase your sales. Or you can even do this and say, like, check out on the auction house my transmog yeah. I'm selling. That also works. Yeah. And the last thing is the bananas. With the charity for the Doctors Without Borders. It's a really good uh, charity. I really support it. And I will donate as well a couple of uh, bucks to it. Um, and if you can spare a couple of bucks, definitely do that. Uh, it can help out a lot. So they have the charity that will uh, that will stay until the 26th of April. And what's happening is when they reach $500,000, every person that did a donation will get the banana pet. Now, what's with the banana pet? There's a lot of talking about it already. But the banana pet is an exclusive TCG pet, a trade uh, card game pet that you could get way back in the days. Uh, you could scratch the coat and you get the pet. Yes. Now, yes. that pet has a lot of value. But with this charity, there's a possibility, or actually we're certain that the price will drop of this pet. How much? We have no clue. Yeah. Um, we know that the pet originally originally can be traded. You can use it, level it, and then sell it again. But we're not sure what's going to happen with this uh, banana. It should be the same, but the rules, we don't know. It might be a little different since it's a charity thing. Yeah. So, so we have to wait until the charity first hits the, the, the $500,000. Then people will get the pet, and then we can tell you what's going to happen. Uh, yeah. What you can do with the pet. And uh, if you are at the moment an owner of the banana pet, I really would recommend it to sell it. Even for like 30% cheaper if you can, because the price will drop. It's probably a pretty good idea to sell off your bananas now. Yeah, it's banana. Sure, banana. <laughs> Guys, ladies, gentlemen, females... Gold makers, non-gold makers, we got to the final part of the show. And that's our guest, ladies and gentlemen, to give it up for Sam Adam. Welcome in, welcome in. Sam, Thank you very much. Yeah, welcome on the show. Finally, we could get you on the show in a really near moment of time because you're very busy at the moment. How are you doing, Sam? I'm doing very well, thank you. How about yourselves? We can't complain. We're uh, still producing great shows and... Uh, great content right Sam? Yeah, yeah it's pretty much i mean it's going pretty well yeah. i enjoy it it's fine what you've been working on lately uh, samadan uh, s in gold making 
Um, I've had a really interesting week when it comes to gold making, actually. It's because okay. my uh, Shadowlands, not Shadowlands, it's because my Shadow Song realm has been kind of broken on TSM. So I've okay. had to think a bit differently about my gold making. And it's kind of taken me back to my roots, which has been really nice, thinking of working things out, writing it down, using a notepad, and taking more note of my material prices and things like that. So it's been a really interesting week from that point of view. What is precisely broken, by the way? Um, there's some confusion between Shadow Song US and Shadow Song EU on ah. my TSM. And so for some reason in the past week, it's been trying to load up Shadow Song US's realm data. <laughs> and I, That sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite work. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's something they're, they're looking at and investigating for me. So we'll, we'll have a solution soon. But I've got some interesting results as a result of that. So it's been quite good. Okay, nice. How are you liking Shadowlands so far? Like the whole goal-making aspect of the game. Like, is there anything that you're really, really happy about or anything that you are not so happy about, something that uh, that uh, you're, you're staying away from because it's not so fun? Uh, I've, I've really stayed away from the legendary base item crafting. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people have made a lot of gold with that. And it seems to be one of those parts of the professions where you really have to have gone in really early, really hard, and spent a lot of gold to get to that point to then be able to make a whole load of gold. And that, and that kind of barrier to entry, I think, has been a little bit off-putting from my perspective because it's not in your sort of traditional sense. It's more kind of like those that have a lot of gold then make even more gold yeah. Whereas yeah. something where it's like a quest line or an achievement or a reputation that anyone can do, you don't need a starting capital of gold to do. So those those barriers to entry are slightly different. And so I've I would say that's been my biggest disappointment with Shadowlands in terms of gold making, in that that barrier to entry, whilst I think it's it's a good one, the way it's been structured and the way the markets have come out with the, especially the leatherworking prices of materials, they're only now coming down to a more affordable level. Because of the profits are so expensive to scale up, does it have something to do with the higher prices because we don't have a lot of multi-boxes anymore? Um, I think... Well, I think multi-boxing is still there. It's obviously not as prevalent as we had it before since the the input broadcasting software got removed or sort of uh, their association with it got removed. So I think I think that does play a part, but it's one of those things like uh, I don't think multi-boxing in terms of leatherworking anyway is as easy to do because only one person can skin as it is. So that natural barrier is there. Anyway, mm -hmm. I guess I guess it's also the vast difference between the the professions because leatherworking compared to to tailoring or blacksmithing is just I mean in a, at a basic level it's way harder and way more expensive to 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 build up in terms of getting the right forest because of how many materials are needed, which is I mean it it, it is what it is but it's also I don't know I I don't know I it's I agree that it's kind of off-putting that if you can drop, you know, a couple gold caps on getting all the best things very early on, you could start out by making a ton of gold as well. I, yeah, 
It's not 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 the the best thing ever, but I do like the legendary system as a whole, just not that part of it as well. I agree. It's, it's got potential. I like I like the rank system. I like the fact that you can you know add more ranks later on mm-hmm. and you can keep on improving your gear. It's the same with the crafters marks, the novice crafters marks and the crafters marks one and two. You know, if there's more crafters marks three and four, a bit like the relic of the past for the older expansion stuff. Oh, I yeah. think that's a really good idea. I think the main issue may be with the legendary system as well is because the vendor materials are so expensive as well. Yeah. Throwing that's those also in. True. And then you have to really have someone at Exalted to be able to buy those at a reasonable price. That that's a nice barrier to entry, just having some reputation grinds and things. But mm-hmm. the the sheer money side of that one was the off putting thing for me. I like I oh, like yeah. the other bits of professions that still have barriers to entry to them like the avowed rep i recently did for the shade stone i think that's great that's the sort of thing that really keeps the margins alive for professions oh yeah do you think for 9.1 we will have the same kind of profession system for the legendaries like you can only rank them up with professions or do you think something else is going to happen i can only see them really expanding on what they have at the moment I can't think of the top of my head of a, of a different system. I mean, obviously, once, if you look back at BFA with 8.2, then we've got new materials and new caps onto the professions then. That's yep. when I probably would expect something to happen in Shadowlands, not necessarily 9.1, probably 9.2. Yeah, I was thinking myself about the system like they did back in Legion, like you could only legend only level up your legendary by a certain kind of item you could get from world quests or doing the missions uh, it doesn't need an uh, so you get like a rank for item and you can from there on increase the ranks with another item without using a profession that's a possibility they could do because of the high prices that require to buy and create craft uh, legendaries yeah but it, it- it, it kind of seemed like they went away from that system as a whole. Yeah, but you never uh, know. They can still return of course it to 9.1, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be interesting to see like how they they handle the rank up system if they're going to require a professional. You no, know, yeah, else. but but like it, if we don't let's say we don't get new materials in 9.1, uh then then the question is will they require way more of the same materials or is it just going to be the same thing uh, but higher ranks? Yeah, it's going to maybe uh, going to be nerf like what you mean. Yeah. It's going to be nerfed or, but I mean, however they're going to do it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because it might, you know, do a little power surge in the prices once more, depending on how they do it. Yeah. Yeah. And there might be some sort of catch up mechanic as well, which allows you to bypass the first four ranks. And then you can just go straight in for rank five, six, seven, and eight or whatever. I would imagine that catch up systems are something that we're going to have the entire expansion. It seems they're very, very focused on that, this expansion. And I like catch up. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, fries and both both the ketchup and the actual ketchup. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What's your by the way your main focus at the moment? What are you working on in World of Warcraft uh, as uh, with your characters? Professions. I'd like to get all my alts up to level sixty so that I can at least do the legendary base system in readiness for nine point one. Okay. So I'm not necessarily focusing on the legendary crafting system, but I would. I think as a gold maker, one of my goals this year is to have as many recipes both old and new expansions as possible in every single profession and so as part of that will be to level up my alts get them to 60 so i can go through and get all the 
things I'm missing that I can't get as a base level 50 character. Yeah. So that will be uh, the, the 60 for the blacksmithing, le- leatherworking, jewel crafting, then get all the crafters marked too, and anything else that's hidden behind reputation. Yeah, that's so, a lot of work. That's that a lot of stuff. Good, good plan. <laughs> How fast do you think you are done with that? Do you think oh. you can do it before 9.1? I would like to say so, but you know me and squirrels and having distractions <laughs> and things. I spent, I can, well, I spent my whole last stream on uh, doing LFR, which was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that. So uh, that's one of the things, though, I love. I have really, really enjoyed Shadowlands. Just right. playing the game, going through the professions, enjoying the storyline, trying out with my different characters. It, I think it's a really solid expansion, and I'm just really enjoying it. That's something you don't hear often. LFR was fun. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah, rare. yeah, that's rare. <laughs> the, pace, the pacing was brilliant, going through uh-huh. and learning about all the different um, mechanics. And then I think the whole Scientinatorist thing was really challenging. Um, we wiped on the first time, got it on the second time. Maybe I was lucky. Uh, streamer affix, perhaps. But <laughs> it was it was really good, really good and fun. That's good. As a visual artist, what's your favorite zone? Uh, <laughs> In the Shadowlands, by the way. See, they all have their own aesthetic, which makes them so unique. And I think what really stands out from the art side of things is the fact that each of the four zones is so visually different. And it's so refreshing to go from one to another. If you spend, say, an hour or two farming in Bastion, and then it's all bright and everything, and then you go over to the Moor or Maldraxxus or um, Revendreth, and it's a completely different feel. And then you go to Ardenweald, and the feel on that is very, very different. I think the whole environment, the soundscapes, everything is just... I think you have to look at it as a whole. I say my least favorite is probably Maldraxxus. My most favorite would be Bastion, if I was mm-hmm. to pick a favorite visually. One of the reasons that it might feel like that, because I feel like that as well. But I think maybe it's because they're so far apart. Like all the zones are by themselves, they're in their little own bucks, and we we haven't had that before. Uh, we've we've always been able to see you open up the map, and then we see the other zones, and we click over on it, and all that. But now we only, you know, we're in one zone and you complete that whole zone and then you go on to the next one. But they are vastly different. I also like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's that variety that makes it interesting. Yeah. And yeah. it also opens up for a lot more zones to come in. Yeah, oh, there's yeah, There's plenty definitely. of portals there. There's plenty of things oh, yeah. and places to go to. It's going to be great. I can't wait for this entire expansion. It's good. Uh, it, st- it started out really well, I-, I will say. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's really nice. Oh, yeah. You stopped the Let's Play series on YouTube running. Yes, yeah. Great series. Yeah. Great series, yeah. really. You still having fun with that? Yeah, I I love the fact that it's a completely different sort of market. And what I'm trying to do with each of the characters that I've got running on there, so I've got one character that is just literally sitting at the auction house, flipping materials. Yeah. And then I've got another character that's going through the leveling process, but also doing mining and herbalism along the way. And then, so that's my, my gatherer character. And then I've got Shadow Dan, my third character now, who's also leveling up in Shadowlands, but also going through professions now. And so I like the fact that each of them is doing something different within the sort of whole aspect of gold making. 
and following each of their journeys and I'm trying to introduce new concepts with each of them as they go through. So it's a really good uh, fun series to make. To hit like uh, all the different parts of what gold making could be for people. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I feel like that's pretty good. I feel like that's pretty good. The the fun thing is about your series then you can really see that you enjoy it because you're taking a character. You you're not le- yeah. just like playing the character, but you're like you you slightly notice you are taking the 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 the, the soul of the character over. Like oh, he is Stabadan and he does this. And I love mm. that storytelling idea. type of thing. Yeah, it gives a different way of thinking about how you're gonna make your gold. Yeah, oh, I love it. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a amazing mmo game that's lasted 15 years yeah and to just in, envelop yourself in that whole thing and the story and the visuals the characters i think it's important to always remember to enjoy the journey so i'm not counting the amount of gold i'm not doing this i'm just going well this is the adventure this is the story and i'm enjoying the the journey along the way and i think that's important to always remember yeah, I think it's something that a lot of people definitely don't think about um, anymore, at least. Uh, I've had, <laughs> it's, it's, um, there's a lot of focus, especially on goal making. It's just like, oh, I, I need to make more gold. <laughs> How do I make more gold? I got to do it. I got to go out and do this. Where do I go? And all that. And uh, I guess that's a different take, enjoying it in a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Learning, learning the systems, learning the markets. Yeah. That in itself is fun for me yeah. so it's uh I mean, that's what i would always well. yeah, yeah i always encourage people whenever they ask about gold making i always say first and foremost make sure you enjoy it oh yeah make sure it's sure. fun if you find it really boring going out and running 10 dungeons uh to farm for transmog then don't do it but yeah. if you find that really good fun then then go for it and don't let anyone tell you otherwise that's yeah. true however i always say have fun, but if you want to achieve something, you have to work for it. So, um, have fun, but if you want to, your goal is also to make enough for a token, then try to focus as well for the token, but keep having fun. That is, yeah, uh, oh, yeah, having goals and being focused really is the secondary, you know, the yeah. extra part on that that keeps the motivation and yeah. gives you, like, if it's if it's a token a month, then it's okay, well, I've got X amount of time, I still need to do these things so how could i do that and how could i be efficient at doing that yes that actually rolls pretty well into uh the next thing that we wanted to ask jack uh which is the uh what do you think the hardest part about goal making is yeah i think it can get very overwhelming to start with especially when you're looking at um how comprehensive something like trade skill master is the sort of the default uh so, goal so you making. Think getting getting started uh, uh, like go, going like getting started is 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 the hardest part about it yeah yeah i think i think knowing what to do and where to where to focus your attention so is it going to be you know farming dungeons is it going to be going around mining herbs and or is it going to be yeah. working on professions or flipping what things or running boosts or whatever thing it's it's just saying okay there's so much to do and then if you look at something no, like professions, there are so many professions and so many expansions to the professions now that you look at all these materials and there's so much stuff on the auction house. Oh, yeah. It's so hard to see, okay, well, what? how do I make sense of this? When I, when I started uh, way back gold making, I took the... Um, are we talking the, about Mr. Pedaria? Or? No, well, this, not, this was back in Legion when I... Okay. I 
properly started gold making. And I ended up looking, I just had no idea where to start. And so I looked at the um, the TSM app helper and I downloaded the spreadsheet of all the items. And I literally <laughs> listed them all by wow. sale rate. Wow. Every single okay. Every single item. And I was just like, I mean, how do I start with this? What do yeah. I do? I just had no idea where to start. I mean, I guess that's one way of going about it for sure, yeah. So yeah, I, I literally just went through the API, did a call on all the items, put them in a, into a spreadsheet and ordered them by sale rate. And then looked at the stuff at the top and started, well, do I recognize any of these? How do I how do I make any of this stuff? And then work my way through and and then started watching YouTube videos and getting ideas from other people, trying out a few different things. Yeah. I think that's that's getting over that barrier of sort of like the overwhelmingness of how do you start this and then oh, yeah. where do you go from there? I think also something that uh, a lot of people don't even, I mean, might not even see or don't think about is the fact that there's a lot of stuff, of course, in, in, in the current expansion, but also from old expansions, like people can fully uh, make enough for a WoW token just doing old content, you know, just, just craft old things or collect old ore, herbs or whatever it is. You can make a lot of gold from that. And it's pretty, it's pretty often that, that people don't see that, right? And I, I, I just enjoy it that you can do that. Take something that is, you know, however many years old and people are still going to want it in the game. I, I just, I just like that. Yeah. Because that opens up the whole world again. It's not only focused on the newest part of it. And I just enjoy that. It's yeah. great. Yeah, definitely. I'd agree with that. And it's, I think it's something they, they might have missed a trick slightly, the whole relic of the past system. I think that could have been a better system in the sense that they could have made the items more valuable to players, both sort of starting out at level 50, maybe even up to 60, being able to boost up an item with a relic and make that current content gear. Yeah. Well, I can understand why they wouldn't have done that because there's so many items now. And well, if you look at all the TBC stuff with sockets, they could be game-breaking if you could make them and wear them as a level 50. Yeah, it's a complex system. What I was already hoping, and I think I told you before that, Sam and Dan, uh, and I sent even the, the, the devs of World of Warcraft a mail about it, like make old old content materials like usable again, like in new crafts. Like not just you not not just need to make a piece of armor with uh with with the with the materials from uh Shadowlands, but you also need some materials from Rest of the Lich King, like you need cobalt uh, bars with with a couple of uh, shadow ingots to make a new piece of gear. I would love to see something back like that in the system to make old content also valuable yeah. in new content. Because you can do idea. that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Or maybe even some cosmetic options, right? So you add something from oh, an yeah, old expansion sure. and it adds on top of it. That'd be really nice. Because you have, you have, the problem I still think with, with World of Warcraft is, and that's an, like an overall thought, is that we have such a great, huge world, but the only smart parts we are using at certain times. So now it's all about Shadowlands, and everybody focuses on Shadowlands. And there are some scattered around the world to do other things, but we have such a big world, big map, and there's only been used such a little of it and at a certain time. And I think that's kind of, uh, yeah. I would useless. love to see <laughs> a an interactive map with a dot on the map of where every single player is at any point in the game. Ooh, like a heat map type of thing? Yeah. That'd, that'd be... 
that's <laughs> gonna be hard for the data servers, I think. But I get your point. That could be cool looking at for sure. Yeah. To that. see some random dude on the top of a mountain standing AFK. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they now? Where are yeah. they now? Yeah. But by the way, I want to go back to um, your story, Simon, and about starting uh, gold making. Uh, what I think, and I hope you guys both agree with it, um, a, a new player that sees like one other player making a lot of gold, a lot for the token, that player will whisper that guy and say, ask like, okay, how are you making so much gold? A lot of times what will happen is that the player says, yeah, I'm using Tracical Master. And like, that's not half the story yet. That's even like a small portion of how you make gold. Um, and I talked about it with Gumdrops uh, as well. And he says as well, like, there is no really starting area, no starting information out there how to start making gold. It's like you you search for it, but you get so much random information what do you think about making a guide like really how to start from the basic to like get enough information to get your own gold making? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I mean, I've done I've done what I can from a from the TSM perspective to try, try and sort of ease people into that with both my Let's Play series and with my TSM guides on YouTube. But in terms of like overall as a as a gold maker, because there's there's so many different aspects like yeah. uh, like farming or uh, old old world things. I mean, a lot of the raw gold farm stuff has kind of been nerfed heavily. And I think that oh, yeah. hit quite a few people who were who were going for the Brutusaur because that was a popular technique because people didn't necessarily want to use something as complex as TSM. They just wanted to do something where they could log on, spend a couple of hours getting doing something fulfilling that then gave them a, a bit of gold at the end and yeah. i think some of those avenues those easy ins have kind of been nerfed so much now that those aren't really even worth doing at all no it's uh, it's completely true but it i i i also think a lot of the time um a lot of people forget about the fact that we if we say with, with current content for example, right now we have the callings that give, you know, a decent amount of gold for the same amount of time that you would spend running through an old raid 10 times or, you know, destroying trash or whatever it is uh, that you would do. So, I mean, access to raw gold, we I, we still have it now, but it's just in different ways, I guess. Yeah, and I think, haven't they got it now that um, when you cap out your renown, uh, when you... Uh, when you would have got renown, you get gold now. Is that the case? Yeah, now, I yeah. Think? It, so some was a little bit of valor points, and then I think you also got gold. Pure combination of the two, but yeah, yes, that is is a thing. So it, I mean, it, I I think what it comes down to, if people want to put in the effort, there's still raw gold to be had. It's just the ways of getting it. Is it worth are, it? Are different. I mean, it, the the thing the thing the thing about it is it's uh limited, right? Yeah, you can't right. get more than you. You can do one. You know, you know, you can do your calling per day, and that's it. You can't really do any more. Uh, and then, of course, you go out to wall quests or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, in terms of that, it's very limited. But it's also, I mean, it depends on how much time people have. But yeah, I mean, raw gold is, I mean, it's becoming more and more of a thing that that isn't a thing anymore Think because the they keep yeah, finger the past because. They uh they both they both removed the I mean they nerfed all the old dungeons and raids in terms of how much raw gold you have, 
and all the old shuffles have also been nerfed and all the current shuffles have also been nerfed so uh it's it's yeah it's going away from it further and further so yeah. i mean i can see why blizzard would make that choice because you know especially with you know what we're talking about with bots and things yeah. uh destroying the economy and anything that involves just repeatedly selling things to an npc is not good for the economy and it's not good nope. for people's soul it's not fun no, you know? oh, oh no oh, so no. so i would i would say i can understand why these things have happened but it it does take away that kind that that aspect for someone who just wants to casually make some gold and i think it also goes into the fact that uh you know change uh, people don't like change so when things change that they've been used to for a very long time, like something like a raw gold farm that they've been doing for years, and that suddenly just gets nerfed, and then they have nothing to do because now the thing that they did for so long is gone, and <laughs> then they're like scurrying, <laughs> like, oh, what do I do? What do I do? Uh, yeah, sure. Change can be hard sometimes. Sam, what are your favorite uh, professions at the moment in Shadowlands? Uh, now professions. Now I've I've always had a soft spot for tailoring and enchanting. It's been on my main since the Burning Crusade, and for me, those two have always been my go-to professions. At any expansion, I did it with Legion, I did it with BFA, and oh, yeah. I I did it with here with Shadowlands. I'm finding at the moment because I've spent so long with those professions, and because I have the whole depth of both of those professions, yeah. that I can still quite easily make gold with just my main character. I, I would, I'd quite happily just do that. But obviously, I'm now pulling in all the other professions and all my other characters because I want to make sure that I've got them all covered. Uh, I'm really enjoying alchemy. Why? You get some big numbers when you get the sales coming through, but then you spend the big numbers in buying oh, yeah, a whole oh, lot yeah. of herbs. So as long as you're still making a, a reasonable profit with those, that can be great fun. And it's quite simple at the moment because it's no Silas. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I want to ask you. Um, do you think that has the, the big numbers on Alchemy, do you think that has to do with the Silas and the proc chances, that the numbers are bigger now? Um, no, I think, I think the numbers are kind of always there due to the nature of the amount of herbs that are required to make the potion and therefore the base cost is always going to be there um i'm i was a little wary about the whole silas thing because it suddenly makes the margins very very narrow and you have a very small window you know you can only really make a profit when you have the silas prop and that's taking into account all the averages that's taking into account the fact that you'd have to make a lot of potions for, for you to be able to meet those averages so I don't think that's a particularly good system. Whereas if you reference something like Uin's Enchanting Rod from BFA with Enchanting, you just got a base rate yeah. increase with whatever you made. And that was so much more satisfying. You still yeah. had that barrier of entry. You still had to go and do the quest line, which involved you had mm -hmm. to go and do a bunch of dungeons. I think, I think the tools of the trade were a really, really good idea. And I know not all of them really worked out, but a couple of them, like Owen's Enchanting Rod, um, the Silas thing could have been really good. It was almost there. But those made the professions, uh, they added another layer of depth to them that I thought was really good. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think what it also comes down to is uh, we had, we had like, it, it's an extra barrier to entry that kept prices at a reasonable level because of the barrier to entry. So now with... Let's say if, if you had a proc chance that everybody had when they just learned it from from uh, 
from the profession trainer, then it doesn't really matter, you know, because everybody has it. It's it's just that's just how it works. But um, I don't know. I, I like I, I really like the whole systems that both Legion and BFA had with having to go out and do a couple of ranks for whatever you had and do reputation requirements or whatever for most of the things that you used in in your professions. I really like that. Like the ranks, but not in the way they did it for alchemy or uh, yeah, for alchemy because of the proc chances. Uh, I'm not a yeah, fan of proc that, chances yeah. because that lowers the, the 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 price of each item, and people of calculate that. So okay, seven. So alchemy was is another one you're liking at the moment. Which one is all? Uh, yeah. So let me have a think. Which ones I'm? Our cooking. You have a chef hat. I do. Yes. Uh, cooking's been a strange one for me. I haven't really focused on it. I think that's probably down to the the materials that I've been getting. I've not really looked at them in too much detail. And I find with cooking, it's very much a bit like alchemy in some respects. It's very much dependent yeah. on the supply and demand. And I found that a lot of the times when I was looking for my meat and fish, it was too expensive for me on my server to craft profitably. So I've been... But I've been largely avoiding it. I've heard some great success stories that people have been doing doing well with cooking. I have it there, and it's in my groups as an option. That whenever the prices of the materials are decent, then uh, TSM will tell me, okay, now's the time yeah. to craft some. And I'll usually get a few sales from there. But I've noticed, for me particularly now on my server, cooking hasn't taken so much of a front seat as it did, say, during Legion and um, BFA. I think BFA cooking I had had some really good sales. If it was up to me, I would say I would rather see Legion cooking back and not in a way like the Nomi thing. Well, it, it was kind of a fun way to get the <laughs> new recipe ranks. But what I loved about uh, Legion cooking was that you, with a feast, you needed all the other food for it. So you needed prepped food that would put, be put in the feast. So not so the people would not only focus on the feast. But they also need the other kinds of food to make yeah. the feast. I think that was a great idea they did. It also makes sense, you know, because you put a bunch of you put a bunch of different food on a plate, and that's a feast, you know. Yeah, and, and now they're not doing it. Now it's just yeah. like a feast. You make a feast with like a couple of hundred uh, ingredients, and that's it. And um, the feasts are still not that uh, not that needed. I noticed it's still most of it is, is large food. I do see a little increase on soul food, but its majority is the large meals. That's uh... obviously there's still a lot of possibilities when it comes yes. to the professions we have in Shadowlands because yes. there's a very I mean there's a, <laughs> Engineering. A, year a, a year and a half in front of us still. Yeah, uh, probably more maybe depending on on how long it it takes for the next expansion to come around. But yeah, we have a lot of patches to to see all sorts of things, and I mean. BFA had lots of changes throughout the expansion, so I mean, I imagine there's pro we're probably going to see some really good things. I would think so. Um, yeah. What else? What what kind of professions do you do you like more as well in the Shetlands? I think uh, the other ones that have been most interesting to me at the moment: leatherworking, blacksmithing, as well as as well as tailoring, because of the whole novice crafters mark market in there as well as the crafters mark two market in there you've got all the base items which very quickly were being sold for negligible profit 
whereas then you have these little niches that currently you can't really do easily in something like TSM. So you have to put a bit more effort into making them. And I think that's really nice because you've got other areas that you can sort of meet the needs of certain specific people. Yeah, You've got your fresh uh, level 50s who need some gear. So they've got all the um, item level 87 gear with the novice crafters marks and then you've got the fresh level 60s who probably want a bunch of uh, 168 gear which they can get with the crafters mark too and i think those are uh, really nice ways of catering for a very specific market and because it's not that easy to do on mass then those are those are the kind of like market niches that i like to i like to find and then make some money in nice you're one of the alpha testers of the uh, TSM 4.11. Mm-hmm. How are you enjoying it at the moment? Do, do you think it's 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 gonna work like they how they intended? I think what I've seen so far is definitely showing promise. The fact that you can group your items by item level. So you'll that when I talked about previously about meeting the needs of those people that item level 168 and or required level 50 for the eye level 87 gear being able to sell that group that all up without regards to the actual stats because you don't really need the, the stats on that you're mainly looking at item level yeah. so now being able to group your items by base item level is a great way to be able to then further refine those markets i haven't seen the crafting side of that yet and how that's going to work but i imagine in the crafting operation, if we can have a drop-down menu and put in, you know, Crafters Mark II, if applicable, put that onto the item, then I could see that working really well. They're also going to remove, as uh, as I heard, uh, the DB region market min bio price, not the normal DB min bio price, but the region version of it. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And should they do more like that, like remove a couple of sources we actually never use? Yeah, I didn't even know or use the DB min uh, region one. Um, I I think it's nice to have them in. I think it gives people choices. If anything, I would like to see maybe maybe more things we can reference. But does that not create confusion? Because the more you have, the more choices they have, the, the harder it's going to get? Um, yes, it can. But again, with TSM, you don't have to use all of these things. You can keep your operations and your strings really, really simple. And that's what I try to encourage people to do. Just keep it simple. Don't worry about referencing all these other different variables. They're there if you need them or want them. But largely, DB Market will cover most of your requirements. And then crafting is the other one I would suggest people use. Yeah, I wanted to ask you actually what are the free, the free price sources you would recommend to people to 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 use mostly when they are beginning to trade skill master. But yeah, you only yeah. So yeah, uh, crafting if you're using professions, DB market, and probably a combination between DB market and DB region market average. Average buy or smart average buy? Um, I would use that when buying materials. I would use, definitely recommend using Smart Average Buy, especially if you are predominantly buying your materials off the auction house. And for crafting or flipping, do you mean, or both? Uh, well, it's difficult with crafting because sometimes the market values change so much. I think 
using a combination of the both, whichever's cheaper would be better for that. Um, when it comes to flipping, then yes, it's down to a smart average buy. I'm very excited about um, 4.11 coming out. It's always it's always exciting to get new updates in, in, in TSM yeah. because we... We, 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 you know, we get certain things that we've been asking for for a long time and uh, things change around. We get new options, new, new uh, different ways to use the add-ons. I'm, I'm just excited. Yeah. I'm just, I just want it to come out as <laughs> soon yeah, as possible. Me too. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Dope. That's how it's going to go. Well, hopefully the TSM team will be able to bring it out soon, TM. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they Gum will. Gumdrops, hurry up, man. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Gumdrops, please. <laughs> Gumdrops, anyone? <laughs> no. <laughs> when will Chewbacca return? <laughs> uh, look, that, what, that's what Something I'm wondering. Like that? Yeah, the, the full on. <laughs> oh, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> you guys do it way better than me. <laughs> um, More sound like that duck to me, but uh, yeah. I would say <laughs> never, never say never. I mean, it was a great, it was great fun to go for that and have that as a target as yeah. a monthly streamer. I think it's it's always fun to do those kind of things. Oh yeah. I mean, if I if I really wanted to go full on, I would probably do something where Bob I, Ross. Mm, I want to see him in a Jedi Master uh, outfit. It uh, would that, suit him yeah. perfectly. Hey there, <laughs> that's hello that's, there. Uh, yeah, hello. These there. are not the gold makers you're looking for. <laughs> I have the gold making high ground. <laughs> it's over. <Yeah>. It's over. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it would be fun. <sighs> Lord gold maker. <laughs> I have. <laughs> yes, sir. Me, maybe of course. <laughs> I think you've covered it there. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> okay. Well, I think this is wrapped up then uh, yeah, for the yeah, show. Yeah. Because otherwise, we're going to go any further with the Star Wars things. We're going to go make a yeah, different we're show. Yeah, we're going to see here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not a good idea. Star Wars impression show. Sam, where can people find you? Um, just search for Samadan Plays Well and I'll come up in various places. I'm obviously all over YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. I uh, have my own Discord channel where there's lots of helpful people there. And on Patreon as well, you can uh, oh yeah, Patreon. you can support Patreon. me there and I can you'll get access to all my TSM groups and operations on there as well as my... I do Samadan Storytime and... I do 4K wallpapers of various World of Warcraft scenes and things like that. That's awesome. Hell yeah. That's really cool. So Twitch, guys, go check them out. Seven and plays well. Don't forget, every Sunday on Wowhead, the Wow Economy uh, weekly blog is there as well, written by Samadan. Um, his YouTube Let's Play series, definitely, definitely check it out because it's really something you, as a new and also as a more advanced gold maker, you can learn so much from those series. Yeah, the perspective is important. It's in indeed, those. indeed it is. Um, by the way, guys, if you're still listening on the podcast, really like it uh, and great that you guys are still here, but give it a like and give it a follow so you know next time to where to listen to us again. And of course, that can be done on the Apple Podcast, the Spotify Podcast, Over Podcast, uh, Podcast Addiction. Uh, we are expanding on more platforms. So if you, by the way, have an idea for a platform we should definitely be on, just let us know uh, with a comment. Uh, you can check us out on the Twitter as well. The AH underscore podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, we're we're on all of the podcast platforms now. I mean, if, if we can find one that we're not on, then, I mean, that's that's a feat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a feat for sure. But yeah, make sure make sure you guys click on 
all the buttons yeah. around the podcast. Because <laughs> that little that little simple click you you're doing now can help us a lot in the show to get recognized by more oh, people. Yeah. Because yeah, we want to get we want to spread the word of gold, and I think uh, you can help us with that. So for next week's episode, it's episode twelve already. Then um, on Saturday we are gonna have a podcast about gold making websites. So the tools, the uh, what, what you can use, um, like pet pet websites to make gold with uh, uh, auction house websites. All the websites for pros and cons for gold making. It's very could be exciting. If you have any suggestion, give us a, a comment on the Twitter. Um, oh, a little bit of news, by the way. Uh, the YouTube we're not going to do anymore um, for a couple of reasons. And uh, if you you can still watch the episode, or watch and listen to episodes on YouTube, that's not a problem. But the new content will be on the podcast shows. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you have to deal with it, man. <laughs> deal with it, deal man. With it, man. So next week, check it out for the websites and give us a suggestion for a website. Yeah. Sam, we also end with a last thing you want to say. What's the last thing you want to say, Sam? As always, enjoy your journey and happy gold making. That's cool. I do not like lime green. I don't like dingo. Guys, <laughs> thank you for the episode again. <laughs> That's a nice one. Thank you for the episode and see you all next week. See ya. See ya. Bye. Bye.